0: Hey, it's Ella and Daddy, and you're listening to the Not Me But You podcast, where our goal is to speak out the truth of the Bible so that our listeners may be encouraged to live in a manner worthy of their calling. Together
1: we pray that God would use this episode to strengthen and guide you on your faith journey. Without further ado, enjoy the show. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. Today we are doing our episode number two in the self series. And so today we are going to be talking about selfishness, which is a pretty big topic. I don't know. It's something that I don't hear about a ton, but I feel like it is a problem in basically every single human being's life so it's a big topic but no one ever talks about it
0: right i think actually the world today kind of praises people for being selfish take care of yourself do this for yourself Mm self-care so it's almost like the opposite the world around us is teaching us it's okay to be selfish like but be selfish in a healthy way yeah i don't hear that word thrown around a lot right it's really interesting like the
1: whole take on selfishness today like how the world says you can be selfish but only for x y and z like only these few specific things you can be selfish about and so there's a lot of mixed feelings on it today and Like I said before, I just feel like it's not really talked about very often, so.
0: Yeah, people, I think people like to justify with the air mask situation in an airplane where it's like, you have to make sure your mask is on before you can help others. And yeah, that definitely makes sense. And I agree with that, especially Mm -hmm. in an airplane setting. I will put my mask on before helping others to to assist. But I think there's also a line in that too of when is it selfish and when is it not? I don't know. Right,
1: right. So Addie and I are going to try to walk that fine line today and just break down what selfishness is and ways
0: to combat it and all that good stuff. So here we go. Right. I think, too, I'm also slowly realizing the more I get closer to God, the more selfish I am. You know, I'm like something happens. I'm like, wow, that was really selfish. Or I'm realizing these little things that before I just wouldn't have even thought of Mm -hmm. like the other day (laughs) I was telling (laughs) Elvis before and she's like that's not a good story you can't share it fine I'm sharing it anyway (laughs) the other day I we had these cheese bagels and I love these cheese bagels and so like you can cut them but when you cut them like there's only cheese on the top half and there's not cheese on the bottom half and so I cut the bagel and I purposely used the bottom half so that I would save the good top half for myself later in the morning for breakfast. So I saved it and then I got up that morning and it was gone. And I was like, oh my goodness, where did my cheese bagel go, this is terrible. And I checked the garbage and the package was in there and I was like, oh my goodness, someone ate my cheese bagel and I purposely saved the top for me, myself, me definition of selfishness right there i wanted the top of the cheese bagel and someone ate the top of what i thought was my cheese bagel even though it wasn't like my parents bought the food it's community food (laughs) it's in the pantry but i thought it was my cheese bagel so A.K.A. I'm a selfish person.
1: (laughs) Poor Addie. (laughs) She didn't get that cheese bagel. No. But kind of like how Addie described or this picture she gave us here, selfishness is defined as being concerned with one's own pleasure, advantage, or well-being. So being more concerned with your own pleasure, your own advantage, your own well-being over
0: the well-being or pleasure advantage of the people around you. Yeah, I think we often buy into this lie that we deserve to be the center of attention. We deserve to be the main character in the story. But Mm -hmm. honestly, the main character in our story really should be God. And I think, you know, TV shows and even books really play into that where there is the main character and you're seeing their life and it's, oh, it's all about this one person and it's your story. Go, go live out your life. Honestly, as a Christian, it's it's no longer my life. Mm-hmm. It really isn't. It's God's life, and right. I'm, I'm willingly handing that over. And that is the selfless aspect of it. However, society is telling us, be selfish. Go live your own life. Go pursue your dreams. Go get the job, your dream job. Mm-hmm. Go get all these things. Put yourself at the center.
1: Okay, something that came to my mind when you were like, it's our world and everyone else is just living in it, you know, do you ever, when you're driving, like get this weird, not deja vu, but like this weird feeling, this weird thought all of a sudden where you're like, here I am driving, like so wrapped up in my life and my thoughts and what's going on around me. And there's all these cars like passing you on the highway, and you don't think anything of it. They're just like random side characters in your life and your story, but then all of a sudden I think that person might be having a rough day driving. That person that's driving that car might be caught up in their own problems, whatever. That person in that car thinks of me driving in my car as just a passing car, you know? I don't know, because I've never had that thought, but that's a really brilliant thought. I don't know, I think about that sometimes. And, like, when I'm out at, like, a restaurant or, like, a big, like, a theme park or, you know, like crowded areas, I'm like, hmm, it's not just my world. Like, I'm a side, I'm a background character in these people's lives right now.
0: No, honestly, I don't think my brain goes that deep or that far. We really stay surface level with my thought life. 99% of the time I'm living, living up here. Okay, don't make it sound like I'm a philosopher,
1: deep thinker or anything. I just i anyways
0: (laughs) coming back to the moral of the story yeah moving on (laughs) okay but yes we like to live like we are the center of attention and we also like to live for the pleasure of ourselves and what we can Mm -hmm. gain so i want to have a good job and make a good amount of money so that I can have this pleasure in this world and i selfishly don't want to go work more hours because that would take away pleasure and Mm. i selfishly want this person to serve me in this way so that i don't have to do that all of these little side things of can you do this for me what are you bringing to my table playing into the basically the idea that we are god we are the god of our own lives and the goal of our life is to serve ourselves you should be happy. Are you happy? If you're not happy, well, let's find ways to increase our happiness. Right, let's, right. you know, buy pleasure in the form of a boat or, I don't know, a fancy mm-hmm. car, all of these things. Can you buy yourself pleasure because you are the God over your own life and you deserve to be happy? That's all selfishness. It is such a lie. Right.
1: Yeah. The Bible tells us many times how wrong selfish selfishness is and in Mark 12 31 Jesus says you shall love your neighbor as yourself and so just the fact that Jesus has to tell us you need to love other people as much as you love yourself God understands that we are We have a selfish nature. We're naturally selfish people. And so we need to be having those proactive thoughts and asking God to help us to be selfless people because otherwise we're going to be so caught up in our lives and loving ourselves and thinking about ourselves. We're not going to love that stranger driving by in the car, you know? Mm Mm-hmm.
0: And it's interesting, too that God didn't have to teach us this, like when we see little children, they're naturally selfish at the age of two. They take right. a toy and they're like, "That's mine, 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 mm-hmm. give it back, it's mine, and that's what God is saying here is, "You shall love your neighbor as you love yourself." God understands that we already love ourselves. That's not something that He really had to teach us. He was like, "Yeah, I know they're selfish beings. I really right. do. We see that right in the garden where you know the serpent said, "Like, "Eat of this fruit, and like you too shall be God." and he was like, "Huh, that sounds awesome. I'll do that selfishly. She wanted that authority and that power for herself right mm-hmm. there, and that's that selfish God didn't have to teach us that. God didn't have to teach us it at all. He just said. Since you already know this, transfer that onto your neighbor. Love your right. neighbor as you love yourself.
1: Right. So now that we've kind of defined what selfishness is, we're going to talk a little bit about more about what the world views selfishness as. And I know we skimmed over it a little bit, but it's really hard to understand. Like I said, the world has very specific things that it's okay to be selfish in and others that it's not okay. And like... Um, I think a big thing now today is, like, self-love, self-care, and so, like, taking, um, like, a mental health day or a day off or a break or whatever, like, all those things are definitely necessary at times in our lives, but I think we have used it as a crutch and just used it so
0: much that now that's
1: what everyone
0: uses for everything, all the time. Mm-hmm. The world is really teaching this motto of fill yourself up first before you can fill others. And while I do believe that is obviously you can't pour from an empty cup, but I don't think you should be selfish in filling your cup. I remember, um, what was it? Maybe two years back, I was at church camp and this leader all of a sudden goes into the bathroom and she dumped the trash, of <laughs> like our bathroom trash can, onto the ground like the big trash can i was like i don't know what she's <laughs> about to do right now this is really odd and then i hear the shower going and i'm like this is getting even weirder and she comes back and she has the entire like trash can that's up to my chest like a big trash can full of water and then she takes her towel and i was like okay this is odd and she dunks her towel in and then pulls it up and she's talking about how, like, in hard times in life, you know, if you don't wet your towel in the scriptures and in God and fill mm. yourself up when you be when you are wrung or the troubles come, and then she like wrung out the towel, like if you fill yourself up, God will pour out of you, however, like if you're a dry towel and you don't fill yourself up, it's going to be dry, and when right. like you're not going to be wet anymore when they try to squeeze mm-hmm. you, and I think that's where we kind of need to look to self-love and self-care. It's not about, oh, I need the bubble bath and I need the mental health day. No, honey, you need Jesus. <laughs> amen, <laughs> amen to that. Yeah, you need to go get right, your towel wet. Right. You need to go spend time in the Lord. God is our sustainer. He is the one that fills us up. It's not, it's not that I need to go work out, make myself a better person, go see a therapist. Yeah, okay, maybe you need to do those things. Mm-hmm but God's got to be in there first. Mm -hmm. We got to do that first. Right. I think that's where our world
1: has its priorities or it's just way of telling you to take care of yourself. Things are mixed up, turned upside down because yes, just like the world says, you do need to take a break sometimes and you do need to take care of yourself but the way the world tells you to take care of yourself is so wrong like the way you need to take care of yourself like Addie said is getting in the word praying to God meditating and being mindful of your relationship with Jesus Christ because that is going to fill you up and that is going to give you rest.
0: Right and I think even on Instagram too just made me think about this the biggest thing is like fitness influencers and these influencers who are leading you to live a healthy lifestyle you know mind body spirit and health all these things Mm -hmm. but they're taking it to the extreme where they're spending so much time on their self that it's becoming selfish and that's what essentially what we're talking about today is oh i'm spending three hours in the gym okay well you could be spending those three hours pouring into the life of someone else but you're selfishly taking that for yourself you know like i want the perfect body for yourself okay while that's not a bad a bad thing to be healthy because God tells us that our bodies are a temple and that we really should respect that and live mm-hmm. a healthy lifestyle, God does not call us to have the perfect body. We can be healthy, but that doesn't mean we need to spend three hours in the gym because that mm-hmm. would turn to selfishness. And I've always thought about it as the car. Like my body doesn't need to be the Lamborghini. I don't need to look the certain way. But, like, I can prioritize my health and my body is a vehicle, so it does need to be working properly.
1: Right. And a right. minivan
0: works probably better than a Lamborghini in serving purposes. I can fit a lot of kids in the back, you know. <laughs> and it's got
1: good gas mileage. Good
0: gas mileage, some tables. Mm-hmm. I'm setting up for, I don't know, a church potluck or something. <laughs> Addie over here acting like a soccer mom. I, psh, there's my dream. <laughs> Maybe not soccer, but I'll take what God gives me. Yep.
1: Yep. Amen.
0: Anyway, that was a long rant to say like, this is the world's view of selfishness and kind of mm-hmm. what they're trying to preach into us and be like, it's okay. Love yourself. Do this for yourself. But really, you're the center. You're the God here. It's about you and your happiness. And that's not what the Bible is teaching us at Exactly. All. Exactly. So
1: we've talked a lot about selfishness. What exactly is the opposite of selfishness? And that is selflessness. And... When we look to the Bible, Jesus is the perfect example of what it means to be selfless. He came down from his home in heaven to live among us in this sin-filled, disgusting world. And I know it's God's world, and I know God takes care of us, but some days it just sucks. And I'm like, Jesus, wow, you were really selfless to come into this world. So Jesus came into this world. He lived a perfect life among us, and then he went to the cross, and he bore all of humanity's sin, and he took all of our punishment for our sin on that cross. And, like, literally Jesus' entire life is totally selfless. And so if you're ever like, hmm, I just don't know how to be selfless, whatever, open up any one of the Gospels, and you will find out right there, I mean, you don't need to go to a cross and die, but (laughs) Jesus gives us the perfect example.
0: Yeah. And even in Jesus's daily life, he was selfless too. I mean, we see it all through scriptures. He was curing the sick. He was curing the blind. Those were all for other people. He spent his entire life wandering around to different towns with 12 stinky Mm -hmm. disciples. He lived in likely a tent he was a traveler like well he didn't what have- verse is that where it says the son of man
1: has no place to rest his head yeah i don't know yeah. where it is i don't but- know either but jesus did say that like i have no place to rest my head and also like when he was healing these people and whatever he never did it for the attention like he always told these people don't tell anyone that I did this. Keep your mouth shut. Don't tell anyone. He told the disciples, don't tell anyone what you saw here. And then obviously people went and told others.
0: But Jesus healed people, which was already selfless. And then he told them not to tell anybody. Mm -hmm. It reminds me of the verse in Philippians 2. I think it's verse uh, 3 maybe. It says, Do not. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility, count others as more significant as, than yourselves. Mm-hmm. And that's totally what Jesus was doing here. It was like, you know, my name doesn't need to be known. I don't need to be the center of attention. The the irony of that is, is he is the center of attention. He, he should be our center of attention. And he was removing himself from that. He was like, I'm going to step back from right. this. It's not about... It's not me, but you. It's not me, but you. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I was listening to podcasts about selfishness and one of the podcasts was using our, like not me, but you, but they flipped it and it was, it's I not, I listened to that same one. Yeah. And they were saying, it's not you, but me. Uh-huh. And that is the definition of selfishness. And I was like, Whoa, this sounds eerie, eerily familiar. Cause uh-huh. that's our yeah podcast name, but flipped is selfishness.
1: Dang. I listened to that same
0: one. Wow. Cool. Great minds think alike. Okay. Anyway, um we were talking about the opposite of selfishness, which is selflessness. Don't confuse the two, they sound similar. Honestly, to be a selfless person is, like we said, is that model of Jesus Christ. And it requires us to take up our cross daily. And what that means is basically each day I have to die to myself and my own desires that, that's a verse in the Bible somewhere. I don't know what it says. (laughs) We're very good at being like, this is a verse, but we have no idea
1: where or what exact wording.
0: Yeah. I can memorize verses, but I always don't prioritize learning where they're from. Like, yeah, that is an awful trait.
1: We always Mm. like find them after the episode and put them in the description. So if you guys want to know what the actual verse is, definitely go look in the description.
0: Yeah. The verse I was referring to. It says, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross daily and follow me. Mm -hmm. And a cross signifies death. So when we say we take up our cross daily, we're saying we are dying to ourselves. So every day I have to kill Addie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. Well, I'm such a selfish person. I have to kill my own desires daily Mm -hmm. and take up my cross and live for Christ. Right.
1: And it's really hard to do. Like, I have to do it every day. We all have to do it every day. And that is not our natural instinct. And so we that's where it's really important to be relying on God and like asking him, God, please help me to take up my cross today. Help me to live for you and be selfless and whatever.
0: Because God's the only one that's going to make that happen in your life. Yeah, I think I fail at that often. I like half kill myself and I'm living as a zombie for like half a day where it's like, <laughs> yes, I want to follow God's desires, but Addie wants this right now. Addie wants the bagel. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, that's really why we have to, like Ella said, is pray and be like, God, help me to take up my cross. Because honestly, without the strength of Jesus, we are... We're nothing. We really Mm -hmm. can't do anything apart from him. So who are we to stand up and say we can take up our own cross? Because if it wasn't for Jesus who took up the cross first, I would not be able to take up the cross today.
1: Exactly. Um, Galatians 2 verse 20 says, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. So like we just said, like Jesus is the first he was the first one who literally died on the cross and so we need to follow suit and take up our own cross daily not actually die on the cross like i said before but take up your cross put aside your selfish ambition and be selfless and i was listening to a podcast on selfishness and whatever else and this was a different one than the one Addie just referenced, but someone in there said, being selfless doesn't necessarily mean thinking less of yourself. And so you can still know your worth and know that you have worth in Jesus Christ, but still like not be a selfish person. So if you don't really understand that, listen to her. Mm-hmm previous episode on self-worth and whatever, but I'm just saying like being selfless does not mean that you need to put yourself down and feel terrible about yourself all the time. It
0: just means put other people before yourself. Yeah, we just did a whole episode on self-worth and self-esteem and the difference between them and we talked about how your self-worth is never changing. It truly doesn't change and like we said, so being selfless doesn't mean my worth goes down and I have to, like she said, think about myself less. No, your self worth is rooted in Christ. It is, it's solid. It's not Mm -hmm. changing. So becoming selfless does not mean that that changes. And I also want to reference back to that verse Ella said in Galatians 2.20. I really like the part where it says, it is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And we talked about that and taking up your cross, but as Christians, we really forget that part, that it's no longer me that's living in this body. Like my body is a vehicle and it is a vehicle for God's. It is God who lives in me. I can see that. I can see that in the world. I can see the people who are truly living for Christ and I can see the people who are having Christ as an add-on or an addition. Mm -hmm. I see it in people.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like there's this song by Toby Mac called Backseat Driver and it's like, Either God's sitting there in the driver's seat driving or you're driving and you stuffed him in the back seat and that doesn't work out so well Mm -hmm. because you need God to drive. You need God to be in control.
0: Yeah. And if you're out there and you're like, I know I'm that person that God is just the addition in my life. I'm going to church to check off the boxes. I'm reading the Bible to check off the boxes. But God's not really the leader. God's, it's not God who's living in me. God would love to do that. He right. would love to become right. the driver. Right. Allow him to. Pray. Yes. Ask
1: God. Exactly. You need to be praying about it and ask God to soften your heart and um just surrender your life to him and ask him to do that. Right. So. And I
0: and I promise that's a quick path to becoming selfless. Mm-hmm. You will be so much less selfish when God is the one driving. That's very true. Very true.
1: So we're gonna end this episode with basically how to combat selfless, selfishness with selflessness. It's kind of, I'm getting tongue-tied here, but the first thing I would recommend for combating selfishness is prayer and Bible and like asking God. The second thing I would say is loving other people, putting
0: other people first. Well, when we looked at the definition of self, selfishness, it was saying Worried about your own being, your own well-being. What did I say? Your own pleasure, your own advantage, your own well-being. Well, that's exactly what love is not. Love is you're in the back seat and you're like, I want to love you by making sure your needs are met, by making sure all of this. And so, yeah, love covers a multitude of sins. So if you're loving, you really can't be selfish. It doesn't mm-hmm. work like that. And another way that we can start combating selfishness is just. With humility. So do nothing from selfishness or empty conceit, but with humility of mind, regard one another as more important than yourselves. Do not merely look for your own personal interests, but also for the interests of others. And that's Philippians 2, verse 3 and 4. But we can combat selfishness by being humble by taking on christ-like humility where we are more interested than interesting i have no idea where i heard that but it has stuck with me so someone out there i definitely stole that from you (laughs) i don't know where i heard it but let's become more interested than interesting if i'm more interested in ella i want to learn about her life i want her to tell me like what are you struggling with all of these things like lay it out there i want to be interested in ella and in becoming interested in Ella, that's humility on my part because it's not like I want Ella to know this, 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 this mm-hmm. about me. It's not about me. I'm not the god. I'm not the the center of the story. I'm more worried about Ella at this it's point. It's Ella's world, and y'all are just living in it. Mm. And that's exactly what we don't. <laughs> I'm kidding. Be.
1: It's a joke. It's a joke. <laughs> but another thing I want to add with combating selfishness is just being generous. And we talked about like in our financial episode with Addie's dad, like be generous with your money because none of this money is yours. It's all the money that God gave you. And so it's not up to you to hold it in an iron fist. Like God gave you the money. Be generous with it. Give it back to God. And then just be generous with your love, like love other people. And it's not always easy. There's people that we don't want to deal with and we don't want to love, but like, put that other person first and be generous with your time. Like we're all crunched on time. We're all busy. We all have all these things going on. But personally, I really believe in the importance of being generous with my time because I feel like nothing shows someone that you love them. Maybe this is just like a love language thing. I don't know. But nothing shows someone that you love them other than like sacrificing that time because we're all like I'm so busy. I have so many things to do, all these different things, but like just slowing down and giving them your time and listening to them and talking to them and just showing them that you care. Like, I really think that's important to be generous with as well.
0: Yeah, when Ella was talking about that, and made me think about how in the Bible it says we are stewards of the gifts that God has given us. And so we are a steward of our time. Mm -hmm. We are a steward of the money that God has given us, of the job, of the family that he's blessed us with. But we have to prioritize that because if I don't prioritize my time and section out time to give to other people, it's not going to happen. The same thing with money. If you don't budget out that 10% to tithe, losing my voice here, that 10% to tithe is probably not going to happen. So there is that To be a good steward, you're going to have to prioritize and be generous. Exactly. To take, to not be selfish. Right,
1: right. (laughs) Um, There's one thing I want to kind of wrap up, the how to combat selfishness thing. This is kind of ending things on a depressing note, so I don't know why I saved this one for last. But the fact that this whole world is vanity. And so if you're like, what, what does that mean? Go read the book of Ecclesiastes and Job. Ecclesiastes more so is like vanity, vanity, the whole world is vanity. But Job too, like God takes everything away from Job and Job realizes that this world is vanity. Okay, story time. You all know I work at a nursing home and like we have residents move in and most of them have sold their homes, sold a lot of their possessions. Like their life is coming to an end. They've gotten rid of a lot of things or like their family took it, whatever. And so they move into this facility and they're living in a borrowed room on a borrowed bed. They have a couple of personal belongings, a couple of clothes, and then time passes and eventually they pass away. And then these clothes, like the family deals with them or we get rid of them or whatever it is. And like that really brings into perspective like it's all vanity. All these things around us are eventually we're going to have to get rid of. We're going to have to give to our family. We're going to lose these things. And when we die, it's either heaven or hell. And that's it. We're not taking any of these items with us in this world to our eternity. And so just all these things that we feel like matter, they really don't matter. And so just keeping that in perspective really helps with like, stepping back and being like, No, I'm not going to be selfish. I don't really need this. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, Ecclesiastes
0: is my favorite book of the Bible. I love
1: it. (laughs) Now you're gonna go read Ecclesiastes and think Addie's like depressed because she said that's her favorite. But Addie's okay. I'm okay. It talks all
0: about there about how like like it's just like the wind, like all these things in our world and. It's so true. It's like Mm -hmm. nothing is of value except your relationship with Jesus because like in Job, we we were talking about this verse earlier. Was it naked in this world I came and naked in this world I'll leave? Exactly. Yep. Why are we selfish and want possessions? Why are we selfish and want the best for us when we came to this world with nothing and we will leave with nothing? So why do I care if I'm the center? (laughs) I shouldn't. God should be the center because that's the only thing I'm leaving with. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Let's make God the center. Exactly. So just, I know it's kind of a depressing
1: note to end on here, but I just really challenge you to think about like, is your life on here benefiting the kingdom or are you just living for your own selfish desires? And just really be mindful of how Jesus was the only person who is
0: truly selfless to ever walk the earth. Right. And he is the person that we can go to for that model. Exactly. Let's be going to that. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening to part two of our self self series. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, there's hopefully there's more coming. <laughs> yeah, we have some plans, but like sometimes God is like,
1: no, that's a terrible episode, and He decides for it to not go through. So hopefully,
0: more to come in this series. We're enjoying it so far, right? And if you're enjoying it, send it to someone else. That is the only way this podcast is gonna grow. And honestly, it's not for the growth of me and Ella and the work we put into it, it's not for that. It's for bettering the kingdom, for getting the gospel out there, getting the truth out there. So go ahead and do that if you enjoyed this episode or any of our previous episodes. Also, leave a review. That would, that would mean the world to us. The more reviews, that pushes you up higher in the podcast algorithm so that more mm-hmm. people can see us. It's a win-win. It will take you five seconds. You can better the kingdom by spreading the gospel, and it would really <laughs> benefit this podcast.
1: Don't be selfish, people. Take the time to share this episode and Mm. to leave a review.
0: Yeah, can you be selfless and give us two minutes of your time? (laughs) We're being selfish by asking (sighs) you to do this. Oops, we need to end this episode. Are we? I don't know. I
1: don't know. Okay, maybe we should pray about it. Okay, guys, (laughs) thank you for listening. We will talk to you all soon. Bye.
0: Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to our show. As always, we'd like to remind our listeners that we're born into a broken world. With that being said, we're not perfect. And we ask our supporters to always fact check our words and opinions on the one and only truth of the Bible.
1: We would absolutely love to hear your episode suggestions or feedback. Check us out on Instagram by typing not me, but you productions into the search bar. Thanks again for the love and support.